How you doing, everybody? I'm Daryl, the Bearded Dragon with DadsAndDragons.com. Welcome to the Horde, Episode 5. With me, as always, is Nathan. And Nathan, why don't you tell the folks at home why you're wearing a dress? Well, I'd love to, Daryl. This is not a dress. This is, in fact, my fighting robe. Because I'm waiting for Bill Nye. I'm waiting for you, Bill. That's true. We put out a challenge last week, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, put out a challenge last week for Nathan to debate Bill Nye the Science Guy about whether Star Wars or Star Trek is better. And uh, it's not going to be much of a debate. He hasn't responded at all, so... Um, yeah, if he, if he takes too long, I'm just going to debate a chair. Yep, an empty chair. As has happened before in other debates. Anyways, uh, you'll notice I'm without my trademark sunglasses. That's because I was told to not wear them. And if I showed you pictures of myself growing up and throughout life, you would see that it is always better for me to take uh, fashion decisions from other people. So, Like me. Like Nathan with his kimono, which was actually my idea. I told you to wear that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? And now you're getting all the fame for it. I am. And I'm getting all the flack because I don't wear anything. Yeah, why don't you grow a beard? Oh, yeah. I should, just, I should think about that. Anyways, we don't have a lot of time. 13 minutes left, so uh, we're going to get right into things here. Let's get and into it. this week was actually pretty easy to come up with stuff to talk about because it was the Samsung Unpacked event where they, uh, they unboxed their Galaxy S8 phone and showed off a whole bunch of accessories and other products that go along with it. Do you know my favorite accessory? What? Um, it's this uh, metal package that you, you're able to install on your nightstand. And it's like almost like a safe for your phone. You put your phone in, and if it explodes, it contains the explosion. Good news. That will probably not be needed this time around. Samsung has drastically stepped up their uh, quality assurance. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, because I bought that factory we were trying to get someone to buy last week. And I have them making all these accessories because I figured it was going to be like a no-brain. Investment, yeah. Yeah, crap. That's probably a bad move. <clears throat> you should talk to me before you do these things. Yeah, and my wife, she's going to be really mad when she finds she out. She is going to be really mad. If you're wondering why I'm constantly looking down, it's because I have my phone here because we don't have a teleprompter, so I'm just making sure I stay on topic here. But anyways, um, so good news, the phones probably won't explode. The big feature, uh, well, one of the big features is the infinite display, which, of course, is a display that wraps all the way around the phone, removes the bezel, which is that, you know, line down the side there, kicks the bezel at the top and bottom, you know, or the foot and the, I don't know what they call Didn't it. Didn't BlackBerry already do that? Did they? I think so. I don't think they did. They did something with their, with their screen, and it curved it around, and it brought the price up like $200. I don't recall that. Oh. Maybe they did. I don't know. Mm. I don't recall that. I'd have to look and see. If you're a viewer and this you know anything about the BlackBerry product, this is certainly not the, the first phone to do this, though. Um, I believe <clears throat> the uh, started with the Note Five. I think had the uh, maybe the Note Five, maybe the Note Four. I don't remember. One of them had the curved edge, and then um, the S Six Edge, I believe, was curved at the edges, and the S Seven Edge or S Seven Plus. Not sure which one it was. Anyways, curved at the edges and. Uh, but this one is curved in a different way that makes it easier to hold on to because those phones apparently, um, some people found that they were difficult to hold on to. Um, they would accidentally select like... These the, are probably the same people that are tasting the Nintendo cartridges, I imagine. I'm not going to agree with you because some of these people <laughs> might be watching our show. So, uh, so we're going to... If you're watching the show, I am judging you. Yeah. Just a little. Yes, Nathan, Nathan is very judgy. 
So anyways, um, this is exciting for me, less exciting for you because your phone already has this, but my phone, they removed the, the microSD expansion slot, and so I'm stuck with the 32 gigs that the phone came with. Um, but this is the, the expansion slot is back in uh, the S8, so that's good, so I'm excited for that. Um, and they have their assistant Bixby, which is basically the Google Assistant, but the Samsung version of the Google Assistant. Um, however, because it is a uh, it is an Android phone, you also have the Google Assistant, so you'll have two assistants if you buy this phone. Wow, that's that's a lot of assistants. That's more assistants than I have right now. Is it? Do you know how many assistants I have right now? Don't you have like three interns? They're not assistants, and they're not real interns. They're co-op students. We just call them interns. Then why do we Actually, call no, wait, no, no. Seth is now an intern, a proper, a proper one. Yeah. So, but he's not really an assistant. He goes and does his own stuff. Anyways, whatever. We're dragging this on far longer than it needs to be. Bixby is right. going to be integrated though into other Samsung IoT devices. Do you know what IoT stands for? Uh, internet on telephones. You were so close. It was Internet of Things. Wow. Yeah. So, and that means basically internet on things you would never have imagined you need internet on, like your fridge, for yeah. example. Yeah, well, you know what? I just saw a commercial where a fridge has a screen so you can see inside your fridge mm -hmm. the last time you closed it. Yeah. Which is yeah. great because, you know, you're like, oh, hey, look at that wonderful bowl of cherries I left And there. then you, you open, open it, it and it's mold. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's mold. It's like yeah. mold and, like, disgusting. And you're like, oh, <laughs> I just wasted two cents in hydro for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe more than that to power the screen that showed you that picture. Yeah, you, you yeah. probably don't save any hydro but, at all. Uh, but anyway, so the, but that was actually kind of similar to one of the reasons that you would want Bixby on your phone and on your refrigerators because if you're at the supermarket and you're like, oh, what do we need? You can look, you can look your at fridge. your phone. Yeah, you can check your fridge while you're at the supermarket from your phone. That's amazing. And it can report everything you're doing. Or if you're at the bar, you can just brag about your leftovers. You're like, hey, check this out, meatloaf. <laughs> yeah, right. Show pictures. Yeah. Look at my fridge, everybody. I'm so proud. I'm so proud. Here. And then, of course, it can forward it all to the NSA and the proper spy agencies to make sure that you, they know everything about you, right? Absolutely. So, well, and that's, so that's why cool. they have the, uh, the retina scan, the fingerprint, and the face recognition system, right? That's right. And that is cool. I, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. I had, actually, uh, a laptop before that I could unlock with facial recognition, and it only took, like, 20 seconds of scanning my face and then waiting for it to... And you hear a little dial-up modem. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, I could, if I wanted to, uh, just use my password and be in here in like two seconds. But I was pretty excited about the facial scan. But it did get old. However, this one, um, if it works the way that they showed during the conference, this one is a lot faster. It's like instant. You put it in front of your face and bam, your phone's unlocked, right? I so, might be a little overly suspicious, but whenever I see phones and like computers with these technologies, I always think that it's about to turn into Ultron yep. and try to take over the world. Well, and actually, um, this isn't a planned discussion, but people are working on that, including Elon Musk. SpaceX? Yep. Yep. So uh, he's apparently working on a uh, sort of neural interface to... Uh, to allow computers to directly connect with our brains. As I understand it, it is entirely possible that I've misunderstood the few headlines I've read about it. I haven't done any in-depth looking into that, so let's move on. All right. Let's get to what is more relevant to us and this show, which is the VR that, uh, that is coming out. And uh, with the S8, Samsung is launching a new Gear VR, which I understand is very, very similar to the one that is already out, but is slightly lighter. 
and I think the lenses are a little bit better and I certainly hope they are because um, I don't know if you've had any problem with your VR which isn't here anymore so I can't show but but uh, you've got the the 2016 consumer version and uh, I've got the innovator edition that came out before the public release so before even the version that came out before yours um, and I really like mine but it cost about a hundred bucks more than yours did so it makes sense that they had uh, sort of cut down on materials to, to bring out the consumer version but um, I'm hoping that they increase the lenses because I do notice a difference in quality between your lenses and those and I don't know if you, have you ever used mine or have you only ever used yours? I've used yours yeah. And have you noticed? Uh, I haven't but you've spent a lot more time on both than I have. That's true that's true. So um, anyways yeah so apparently a slight quality differences though I have heard that maybe if you aren't if you haven't spent a lot of time and you aren't really into it, you probably won't notice the differences. But the big difference, though, that is coming um, is the controller, the, the tracked controller that will be coming with it. And you can get a bundle with the, uh, with the, VR, the new VR headset and the controller for $129, um, or you can buy the controller by itself for $39. Now, those are probably American prices, um, but... Uh, so we're talking about $1,000 Canadian? Right, okay. right, yes. So, like... A year's salary. A year's salary. Yep. And uh, to, so, like, so, saw it's a, ice so it's all a, year long. So it's a really low cost buy-in, right? Yep. So, um, yeah. And so, and then Oculus, of course, is going to have about seventy games. Now, I don't know if these are ready right at launch or not, but seventy games are in the works for the new controller. And I saw a picture. There's a little strap. Um, so on, on your head strap that goes around, there's, a, there's like a little loop and you can slide your controller in there for when you're not using it. Um, and it's pretty cool. To carry it around, I think. So, nice. so that's going to be pretty good, I think. I'm looking forward to getting and using that. I just really hope that it's as good as this one has been. All right. Good, I don't good. think it will be. You don't think it will be? No. No? All right. Well, let's move on then to games. Let's do it. Uh, when you showed up here, I put you into a few of the games that came out this week. You did. Um, Giant Cop was the first one that I had you in. What did you think of that one? Giant Cop, it was a, it's a pretty funny game, pretty amusing. It's kind of fun to be able to sort of walk around as Giant Cop, pick his stuff up, throwing it. I guess it's sort of, you know, about the same for like that teleportation sort of thing that's going on. Humor is kind of, you know, like it's, it's pretty humorous. Yeah. Um, the gameplay itself, like actually doing the missions was sort of little boring. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I felt too. And I've been waiting for this game for a while. I, I don't remember when I first heard about it, but I heard about it maybe getting on to a year ago, I think. And, and uh, I was pretty excited for it. Um, What's the game go for? I think it's $22, but yeah, I'd have to I, look. Yeah, I don't think I'd pay $22 for it. Yeah, well, and I spent quite a bit more time in it even than you did. And I was having fun, but... I was not doing the actual yeah. missions because the actual missions I was finding weren't actually that fun. It was more just the picking up of people yeah, and tossing people, them, shaking them, yeah, throwing, throwing them. cars and watching them explode and stuff like that. And that 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 is a lot of fun. But the question is, how long is that going to be fun for? And are you willing to spend I the think money? If, if I spent more than four ninety nine on that game, I'd be upset. Really? Yeah. I'm not sure that I would feel that badly about it. I'm pretty it, cheap. But you are pretty. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie about that. That is true. So, uh, so Giant Cop. Now, this don't take this as a review. This is our initial impressions. Um, I'll try to get a review review up this week on the website, um, so you can check it out there if you want to. How about Dick Wild? 
What'd you think of that? Do you, do you know which uh, one that actually, one is? Actually, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, Dick Wild. That was actually a really fun game. I enjoyed that. It probably had a lot more playability in it than Giant Cop for me. Yeah, and I think most people are going to find that weird because it's basically a turret shooter. Yeah, it, yeah. There's not a lot to it. it. It's it for me. It was like a virtual reality duck hunt. Yeah. But with like a redneck theme, which was yeah, hilarious. which was funny, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, and I, so basically, the premise is that you're like this guy from the bayou and you're out on your raft and you're shooting crocs and gators and and fish and all these things that come flying at you and, and electric basically eels. yeah electric eels Watch out for the electric seagulls eels. that poop on your face and i don't want to brag or nothing but the first time i played it i was sixth in the world we think we don't know it might have been just among our friends <laughs> sixth in the world sixth in the world yeah so yeah, but it, I don't know. I thought it was funny. I'm yeah. like, how I'm how like, how much does that game go for? Do you know? Um, also a 22, I believe. And so I'm kind of in that. Uh, I, I would have paid. I would have paid uh, like 12 bucks for that game. Yeah. Anymore, I would have been upset. Yeah. Again, I'm cheap. That's true. We're if you're pushing. cheap, you probably agree with me. If you're not, then listen to whatever Daryl says. Yeah. Now, again, I'm not sure I would pay 22 for that either. I don't know. It's the fun, thing is, though. the thing it is, it's it's fun, it's funny, and it's really friggin' hard. Yeah. Like, if you don't mind dropping money on games, yeah. it's worth it. Yeah. Like the first, the first level is yeah, okay, it, yeah. but it gets it gets it, hard. The, and yeah. It gets hard fast. Yeah, it does. Yeah. The difficulty curve is like this, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's, it's just hard like, and curved. Yeah. yeah. Oh, stop. Okay, moving on. Uh, shoot and loot. Do you remember this one? Yeah, that's the one that made me sick. This is the one that made him sick. So his least favorite part is my favorite part, and I've actually already recorded some gameplay, so we'll see this up on the site, or on the YouTube channel sometime, hopefully maybe tomorrow. Um, but I absolutely loved this game. Yeah. You were not so much. Uh, not not the feeling sick part. Like, the like once I was stationary, I accidentally jumped at the very beginning, and I wasn't really expecting it, so it, was, it, it caught me by surprise, yeah, too. Yeah. And you jump really high. It's, yeah, this it's isn't like, like a normal boom. jump. It's like you're wearing some sort of rocket boots or yeah, something Yeah, it's like pretty that. crazy. Yeah, but it... But it, uh, but it reminds me of the old arcade shooters. Yeah. Like well, Alien Invasion and things like that. Yeah, really and like, it definitely <laughs> has those like things that fly in in patterns like you would see yeah. in Galaga and stuff. But it also has like the mountains with different things, like floating mountains too. They're not like, yeah, no, like right, it, floating islands. There's a lot of things I liked with about the game. Gorillas. The stick part was the only thing I didn't like. So, and actually in our notes, I, I described Dick Wilde as Shoot Nature, just to remind us what the game is about. Um, and that one is Shoot Nature and Robots because there's like, at the beginning anyways, there's the gorillas up on the floating islands. Yeah. And you can shoot them, but there's you and you and the thing is you get points, you get points for it as yeah, well, but it doesn't right? Seem to be like yeah, any... it's, but it's just murdering gorillas, right? Yeah, so it really is. Maybe people will have a problem with that. Um, let's get through the rest quick because we've our timer just actually went over. So Overkill, the the cover, the shoot and cover game. Oh, shoot and cover! I love that game. That was a great game. It was pretty good. When I first played it, though, it was it was really glitchy. So first, uh, when I tried to launch it it crashed immediately and I was like, uh oh. So then I exited okay, out. Then I went back into the game. No, I, I played a little bit, came back out to the level game. select screen and all of a sudden I couldn't select anything. Like it was telling me, yeah, press this There's to that. slide or whatever. Like, cause originally this game came out on Android and it was a touch screen game. So you would slide through the menus like uh, this, right? Okay. So they've mapped that to the analog stick. Um, but it wasn't working, right? And I couldn't select anything. And then I turned around and like, I don't know if you saw the arcade cabinet behind you in that game. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's an arcade cabinet there and stuff. And a few uh, vehicles, I think, and people that had no textures on them. So they were just like 
plain gray outline. Oh, so the game okay. was still playing on the screen, but the cabinet itself had no textures. Oh, and weird. And I was like, well, that's weird, right? So I... Uh, it's kind of so half-finished. Yeah, well, well, they were there before, so something had happened. Weird. And, and they lost their textures and stuff. So I exited the game, came back in, uh, and everything was fine, and it's worked fine ever since. So I don't know. Maybe it was just some weird hiccups. Maybe yeah. they've updated it and fixed Super it or weird. something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that game I know is 22-something. Yep. Uh, you know of course, I, these are Canadian prices, but... I, I would legitimately play... Like, again, I'm cheap. I'd pay that and not feel bad about it at all. Yeah. I enjoyed that game. Yeah, and it was really cool. I'm because a big you, you have fan, to, though, so I don't, like... Yeah. Um, now, don't... It's not, it's not full God. movement. It's not full no, no, movement no. at it's all. It is, you have a barrier in front of you and you duck behind it and then you pop up and you shoot people. Yeah, actually, and uh, you gotta reload, but you yeah, you there, gotta there's reload, yes. Yeah. You can hold the gun with two hands and you have to actually aim down the sight. Although I did find so. using the gun with two hands did make it kind of awkward at times. Like sometimes the gun would do yeah, weird yeah. things. And that's one thing I was saying during my gameplay video was I wished that you had to actually, because when you bring your hand up, it automatically locks on the gun and then you have to like pull and it kind of feels like your hand is stuck to it, yeah. right? And uh, I think it would be better if you actually had to hold something. It would also actually be better if you were physically holding something that locked your hands in place, yeah. right? Well, like, because, a, like a controller gun. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Because like the idea is that your bullets shoot straighter, right? And I would buy that accessory. So would I. And maybe and we should make, make it. If you make it, I will buy it, whoever you are. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. Anyways, so the idea, of course, is that you get better accuracy when you hold in the front. And you do. Your bullets fly straighter when you... it feels cooler. Yeah. Because you're holding a two, like a two-handed gun, right? You've got a, like a, a HP5, and you're like... Yeah. Well, and but then it gets really frantic, and it's hard to keep your hands where they're supposed to yeah, be yeah. when you're not physically holding something. That's my only complaint, really, so like far. Like a prom date. Is that... So... <laughs> Uh, Next yeah, game. but anyways, uh, yeah, it's not full movement. You teleport around um, at the end of a wave or whatever. You get to choose. There's like a yellow portal or a red portal, and one of them's more difficult than the other, but it rewards you more. It is very much uh, built like a mobile game um, where like you earn money and then you upgrade and buy new weapons and stuff and then go on. So uh, some people might not be that into that kind of game, but uh, I like it. You yeah. like it? I, yeah, I, I love that game. Thumbs up from us. Yeah, okay. It's fun. Narcosis. So this is one that I am in the middle of trying to review right now, actually. Um, and it's kind of frustrating. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, yeah. So it's a little bit frustrating for me because I keep having problems with my Rift right now where the sensors are disconnecting and, uh, and the controller's disconnecting and then I have to turn off the game. And I don't think that it's related to the game. I'm pretty sure there's something going on with the computer that I have to figure out. But anyways... <laughs> So the few the save points are pretty far apart. So I have to stop playing the game and then and then load it back up and then I'm way back having to do a whole bunch of stuff over again. But it in my opinion is a horror game done properly. Right? What did you think? Uh, you didn't well, play very long. I didn't though, play it super long because I was kind of sick you were from sick the, already the other from game. The other one, yeah. Um however like it was creepy for sure like yeah. Like the whole time, I'm like, oh, something terrible yeah. is about to happen. And yeah. it, but nothing really horrible really did yeah. happen until and the, you, the you, one part with the. Uh, did you see one of the, the spider diver. crabs? Well, I saw the spider crab, but it was yeah. busy eating something, so okay. it didn't bother me. But uh, there was a part where, like, I had one of the hallucinations. Okay. And that was that was pretty. Creepy. And that's one thing that I really really like about the game is the hallucinations. There's a game on the GameCube called Eternal Darkness, and that, that was a great a, game. It was a great game. He and I played that together way back in the day. Um, and it had a sanity meter, and when it f got full, 
you know, weird stuff started to happen. Like your character Crazy would walk stuff, through the yeah. floor, or it would like say if that your game, that game got you corrupt. Find an emulator and play it. Yeah, do it. It's it's definitely worth playing. But anyway, so this has something similar sort of thing. Like you're down at the bottom of the ocean. There's been this earthquake. Everybody you were down there with has died. Your habitats are filled with water now, right? So you're just like going crazy and weird stuff starts to happen. There was a part like, spoiler alert, I'm about to describe some stuff that happens in the game. Um, there was a part earlier where you're walking down a hallway and there's like all the rooms, the dorms that the people were living in, right? And they open the door uh, and you go in, you look around and like one of them has, I'll just explain one of them, has a, has a phone start ringing. You're like looking around the room and it's like, there's no phone in here. Like whatever, so you leave and then you look down the hallway and there's like a, like a, a bookcase that you would see just like in your home or something like that and there's like a really tiny phone on it. So you walk up to it and then you can't pick it up and it stops ringing and then you're like, okay, whatever. So you turn around and there's this giant squid there, right? And it comes at you and it like starts gnawing on your face and stuff like that and you think you're dead, but then all of a sudden you're like back in the other room and you have never, you didn't actually leave, right? And I'm just like, that is so awesome, right? <laughs> and, and the thing is, is that it barely ever uses jump scares. And I've realized that this is why horror and VR, like I was like, why is VR horror so scary, right? Cause like I used to be able to watch horror movies and stuff and have no problem with them, but VR horror is terrifying to me, right? And I think it's because they rely so heavily on jump scares. I'm not actually scared of the game. It's that I'm constantly waiting for the next jump scare, right? Yeah. Like, so it's not the environment. It's not um, the music, though that certainly helps, but it's, yeah. it's the fact that they put you in and they jump scare, jump scare, jump scare, and then you're just like on edge. Yeah. Like, cause I hate being scared. It's like, it's like if somebody walked out of the bathroom and I scared them every time they walked out of the bathroom, eventually, well, one, they'd probably just not get scared anymore. But if they did, they would eventually just get to the point where they were scared to leave the bathroom, right? Yeah. And it's not that Makes leaving sense. the bathroom is scary, it's that they know something's coming, right? So. So anyways, my opinion is that Narcosis is a very good game. First of all, it, it feels like a like a full game. And you said it didn't, but you only played for like five minutes. Yeah. But it definitely feels like a proper full game. Um, I even at times felt kind of like, like Resident Evil, sort of. And I yeah, don't think that I many other that. people it's, it's will. Kind of puzzle, it's, but it's got that puzzle game element. Yeah, right? Sure. And it's, yeah, and it's, and it's that kind of horror where it's like scary because it's creepy and done properly, right? And not yeah. just I, relying on I think Resident scares, Evil right? would be a good comparison. Yeah, Underwater so. uh, Resident Evil. Yeah. So there were more games that came out this week. Unfortunately, we have not had time to get to them yet. So uh, that is all we have to say. But I do want to wrap up by just talking about one last final thing. Sorry, I know we've gone over time, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> we're never going to stay on time. We're never going to stay on time. But, you know, it's an internet show, so we can do whatever the heck we want. <laughs> um, Palmer Lucky, the guy who started Oculus. Not so lucky. Not so lucky anymore. Um, so he... He was basically the public face of Oculus. He was the guy that did, a, a, like not all the interviews, but most of the interviews. He had keynote speak, uh, speeches at, uh, at both of the uh, first two Oculus Connects. Um, he, you know, is the one who started the Kickstarter that started the whole VR craze that we're in right now. He worked on the touch controllers at Oculus. Um, he had a little bit of a falling out with the Oculus community. Um, and Part of me doesn't blame him for that because he was taking a lot of flack for a lot of things and people were frustrated and just taking it all out on him, right? 
Um, what and happens after, in your public face? And after a while, though, he started, uh, you know, responding in the way because both of us have done customer service, right? Especially with your, you know, you know, and 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 sometimes there's there's the response you want to give, and then there's the response that you know you should give, right? No. <laughs> no, I, I always want to be super polite to people who who say that I should have reserved tickets for them. Yes. Um, and that I'm like the worst person on the planet. That's right. And, so yeah, he no, started, totally though, reasonable. giving the responses that you want to give, right? And uh, And so that started to sort of great on people and then there was the price debacle where he said it was going to be in the ballpark of like $350 or something like that and then it was $699 when it came the out. Same. And then, yeah and and of course and stuff like that. So then he started taking flack for that and then to top well this isn't even sorry to top it all off uh, during the election he was found out by um by a magazine or a website um which one was it? Was it the Daily Beast, I think? Anyways. Not today's um, parent? No. They found out that he, well, actually they had an interview with him where he admitted to being a guy named Nimble Rich Man who was, who was giving money to a, an alt-right group called Nimble America, um, basically to pay for billboards that were, as they call them shit posting about Hillary Clinton, right? So anti-Hillary ads, he was paying for those, apparently, allegedly. Okay. Um, I always thought it was really weird. Like, why would he agree to give that interview, mm-hmm. it, you know, if it really was him? Anyway, that didn't, didn't make any care. sense to me. But anyways, yeah, the only thing I can think of was maybe he wanted, yeah, well, I, if, I don't know. If he's but, responding to customers like that, maybe he's just at the point where he's like, you know what, I'm rich, I don't care. Yeah, that could be. That very well could be. But I think, honestly, and a lot of people are saying this, that the icing on the cake was the recent lawsuit um, where ZeniMax lost their main claim, but they were awarded $500 million uh, apparently because the the jury agreed that he had uh, breached a NDA uh, agreement that he had with Zenimax when they showed off some virtual reality stuff that they had been working on. Um, and so basically he ended up costing Oculus $500 million, which when you're owned by Facebook probably isn't that much money, right? They, yeah. they just tossed $2 billion at Oculus to buy them, yeah. right? Oh, However, yeah. there's a bigger problem that could be coming from that, and that is the, um, the uh, injunction that ZeniMax has requested to be put on Oculus to stop them from using any of the stuff that they claim was taken from them or, or whatever, right? So, so that so could be bad. That could be bad because ultimately... It's that term that we learned today. The new term. The new term that Nathan learned today. Can I say um, it? You can say it. Brick. Brick. Yes. In a worst case scenario, if this injunction happens, as I understand it, all of us Oculus Rift owners will be now owners of Oculus Bricks because they will not work anymore, at least until they come up with some solution. So, yeah. uh, I can build a house with it, which would be great, though. Yeah, if you have enough of them. Yeah. Yeah. We almost do. Almost. We're working on it. We're working on it. We're getting there. But uh, anyway, thank you for watching. That does it for today. That's all we've got for today. So thank you for watching. Hit like. Hit subscribe. Hit uh, make comments below. 
Yes. Tell, tell us how you felt about Daryl not having sunglasses. Yes, please do so, because a lot of people, you know, after the first episode, I was like, oh, Nathan's wearing a kimono, you should wear something. And all I had was the glasses, so I put those on, and then it was like, take the glasses off, because people can't connect with you. And I'm like, whatever, make up your minds. So let and me know. And if you want Daryl to wear a, a yellow banana hammock, then please do uh, banana emojis. I'm not going to wear a banana hammock. But you can go ahead and do that. He will and, do it. And for your he own, will do it. For, if enough people do it. For your own for good. For 1,000 subscriber, if you get 1,000 subscribers, okay. I'll Daryl do it. will do it next I'll episode. Do, I'll do it, but the table will be back. And only Nathan will know that I'm 1,000 subscribers, Daryl. Come on. It's worth it. All right. For 1,000 subscribers. If we can get to 1,000 subscribers by next week. Help me do this. By next week, I'll wear a banana hammock on the show, you poor, poor bastards. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Please don't unsubscribe if you don't want that, because I, I won't, if you really don't want it, just let Nathan know, say stop saying things like that, and I won't do it, ever. So, thanks for watching. Subscribe, bell, head over to dadsanddragons.com for more content. Keep your eyes on the page this week. We're going to upload some videos, gameplay, all that good, good stuff. And as Mr. Reed used to say, if you don't shoot, if you don't, or no, you don't score, no. If you don't shoot, you don't score. See you later. <laughs> Good what? job. Thanks. <laughs>